All right, real quick, people, before we get into today's show, we've just released a new course, Periodization for Periods, all around how to train women around their monthly cycle, and we've got it on special. If you're interested, click the link in the show notes. You are now listening to the Fitness Education Online Podcast, the podcast where fitness professionals go to grow their fitness business. If you're in the fitness industry, you'll find tips and strategies from proven business experts. Now, let's start the show. All right. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Fitness Education Online Podcast. I am super excited because we have an absolute rock star on the line this week. And I know I say that every week about every guest, but this person actually is. A little bit about her. She's the CEO and Senior Fitness Expert at AIM Fitness. Uh, she's the host, the TV host, or the Rogers TV host of Fit Over 50 with Meg, and she loves helping adults over 50 build healthy habits and stay fit. So without further ado, all the way from Ottawa, from Ottawa, Ontario in Canada, it's the one and only Meg Steckel. Meg, how are you? I'm doing great. Thank you so much, Jono. Really awesome. great. Awesome. Awesome. Well, Let's um let's dive into what you're doing at the moment, Meg, because you've got quite a specialty there. Do you want to break it down for the listeners? What is it you actually do? What does a day-to-day look like or a week-to-week look like in your fitness business at the moment? Yeah, absolutely. So I've been running my company AIM Fitness for 10 years at, at this point. Um, and every day is different. I think that's what I love about it. So um, we do a little bit of everything. I do have a team. There's a We're a team of five right now. So we our specialty is adults 50 plus and seniors. So we do offer our, I'd say our bread and butter, our main thing is in-home personal training. Mm. So we travel to our clients, we go to their homes or their apartment buildings, and we meet with them, exercise with them on a weekly basis. Um, We do have some online programs. We shifted during COVID. um, So I do have an online fitness membership that people can be a part of anywhere in the world, weekly Zoom fitness classes. And then we do a lot of presentations as well. So um, right now I'm currently going into retirement residences, seniors, clubs, community centers and doing um, health and fitness presentations. So anything from osteoporosis and bone health to heart health and cardio, um, how to build healthy habits when you're over the age of 65 and how to get and stay motivated. So um, yes, every day is different. It makes it fun. Lots of networking events in there as well and connecting with uh, people in the community. So yeah, right. it's lots of fun, too much fun sometimes. <laughs> any um any studio that you kind of run yourself, Meg, or is it all you go to the client's place? Yeah, so since the beginning, what I what I noticed, and we'll probably get into this later, but I noticed a lot of people who are retired, um, a lot of them, not all of them, but many of them are not really gym people. Mm. And what I realized is there's a huge need to bring services to them in their homes. Mm. So um, so since the beginning, we've done in-home training, we've gone to people's homes, we've traveled so that they don't have to do it. So uh, no, so we've never had a studio. We have partnered with different uh, different companies over the years. So we have offered, you know, some sessions. People can come and see us, you know, at a community mm-hmm. center or at a business. Um, but no, we have uh, don't have our own location. And hey. for the foreseeable future, that won't change. Yeah, we really like the model that we have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Less uh, less overheads, right? Less overheads. Oh my gosh. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, Absolutely. That's kind sure. of things that can go wrong. 
Um, awesome. Right. Well, let's. Um, well, actually, I probably should ask this beforehand, but I'll ask it now and let me know if it, it's kind of um, works. Are you comfortable mentioning like prices, like what you kind of charge, you know, per session and, and that kind of thing? Yes, for sure. Yeah. Um, so what we do right now in terms of our personal training is yeah. over the years, I've tried everything and I'm sure people listening can relate. You know, you try something, you realize people aren't committed. That's not going to work or it's too short. So we used to offer three months of personal training. Um, now I've gotten rid of that package altogether because I found that wasn't long enough for our clients to mm -hmm. see results right. and to build the healthy habits and to stay committed to, to their health. So right now we're offering six months and 12 months of personal training um, and it's between uh, 114.25 and 124.25 per session gotcha. so that's awesome. uh that's what we're doing yeah and then, and then um just the yeah, reason then, i ask is uh and because uh you're based obviously in canada the price might be a bit different i feel like mm -hmm. over here in australia anyway if you're doing mobile it's important that you charge that that extra bit than what it would if someone's going to the gym because mm -hmm. like, I don't know how far you travel or your trains travel, but if you go on 15 minutes there and back, say for an hour session, really, it's not an hour session. It's an hour and a half session, right? So you got to kind of, yeah. is that consistent with what you do over there? Are those, is that pricing, you know, more than if someone was seeing a trainer at a gym? Or can you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, for sure. For sure. So I would I would totally agree that, you know, I really consider it to be a specialty service. Yeah. So people know they can go to a gym, they'll pay a little bit less. Um, you know, there's some clubs or, you know, smaller boutique places they can go to that will have different prices as well. Mm. Um, I find there's been a shift a lot, like during COVID, where people are now doing offering online sessions as well. Mm. And, you know, recently I saw a thread, people are asking, do I charge the same if I'm doing an online session versus an in-person session? What mm. should that look like? And um, the answer I saw a lot of people sharing, which I agreed with, was it's the same price mm. because you have that experience and it's your time. Mm. So even if you are traveling versus if you're online, it should be, you know, it should be valued the same. Um, but that being said, yes, like I, I do pay my trainers, you know, a little bit more than if they're working for the city, because mm. I know that hey, they've got their travel time to account for. And I, I really value that. Yeah. Um, and there's more wear and tear on the vehicle. You know, you're sitting mm. in traffic. Um, today, I went to see a new client for an assessment and it was a 25 minute drive. Um, yeah. So I'm not doing that every week. You know, I mm. have a trainer who's in her area who's going to work with her. But yeah, it all adds up. So it is really good to think about your pricing when you and all and all that goes into it when you're looking 100%. at that. And run us through, I guess, a little bit about the the offer. So personal training, is that the main service? Is it like, let's say, for example, you've got a client who signs up to do personal training with your business. Um, is is there any extras in that? Do they also you know, get the online stuff as well? Or do they get some um, e-books? Or, or is it more like, right, that's the pricing for the one-on-one -on -one session? And there's these extra things that are available if you want them. Yes. Yeah. So what I find with most people who want to work with a trainer is that's all they want. Mm. Um, so they are not. So I'd say we have two different clientele, you know, really. So it's the one who says, OK, I want someone to come to me. I'm not a group person. I wouldn't join mm. a class. I don't really want to do online. Um, yeah, I just really right. need someone to correct me and make sure that I'm, um, you know, doing things properly and that I'm motivated. 
um, in the past, we have said, hey, you get access to our online videos and um, maybe no, we'll do that again in the future. But right yeah. now, people are either, okay, I'm in, yeah. I want to do one or the other. Yeah. Um, so it is, it is interesting just to see the trends of, you know, how some people really say, yeah, give it all to me. And then um, other people say, no, I think just focusing on one thing at a time is important. Yeah, and, you know, that could be our... And it could be our clientele, you know, the fact mm. that they are over the age of, you know, most of them are over the age of 65 and um, they don't want to overwhelm themselves. They don't want to do too much. But often starting with a trainer is the first step to then making more changes. Yeah. Um, well, even yeah. I'll, I'll give you an example, even myself. So I often hire a personal trainer um, and I use it more for the accountability, um, the motivation in the actual session. You know, I, I don't need to think about the program. Yeah, that's kind of why I do it. And sometimes mm-hmm. I'll see a personal trainer when I'm when I'm kind of new to them, and they'll be like, "Yeah, John, I will also give you a nutrition plan. Yeah, you know, what's your email address?" And I'm like, "Got to be honest, <laughs> not interested in that nutrition plan. <laughs> you know, I know what I should be eating, whether I do or not. It's another thing, but you know, I want you here for this this session here. So I think that's a good point. You know, and also they might write yeah. me, "Oh, John, hey, we'll give you access to our app." And we'll also give you, you know, a program to do so you can come and train without me. And I'll be like, nah, buddy, <laughs> not coming <laughs> without you. I'm paying you. So I actually come in. So I think that's, it's good to kind of, the, the reason I bring that up is it's good to know the avatar for the people listening. It might sound like a good idea to give them everything. You know, hey, mm-hmm. you get this and you get this and you get this and you get this. And they might be like, oh, hold on. That sounds like a lot of stuff. I only want this one thing. I'm not going to go to Meg, you know, I'm going to go to someone else who just does this one thing. So I think that's mm-hmm. it. Yeah. Um, yes. Yeah. And I relate to what you're saying. I have a business coach right now and I, same thing. I'm using her for accountability. Yeah. I know what I need to focus on, but to meet with her every week and she's like, all right, did you do this? Did you do that? And it just feels so good to say like, yes, I did. Yeah. <laughs> so accountability is huge. And I think we all need that, whether it is business related, related to our fitness, you know, or maybe it is nutrition, but I think it's good when you know what you need the assistance for and then when you when it's just like no I don't have the time that's not my focus and just not best not to focus on it right now so yeah all right well let's go back Meg tell me so you're obviously very successful at what you do now you run a thriving business um, in a specialty niche as well how did it all start when did it all start why did it all start um, tell us that story start wherever you you think is a good place to start and let us know that journey Let's take a quick break. When it comes to influencer marketing, there's a podcast that covers it all that you will want to add to your playlist. The Influence Factor by the Influencer Marketing Factory. They talk about influencer marketing, social media, the creator economy, social commerce, and much, much more. They cover all aspects, including the creator economy, social commerce, the latest trends, the metaverse, TikTok trends, and that's just the beginning. The Influence Factor by the Influencer Marketing Factory. Add the podcast to your playlist right now. Yeah, for sure. So it started way long ago. Um, I'll take you back to when I was 12 years old. So when I was 12. a long podcast. (laughs) Oh, very long. No, I'll I'll speed it up. 
so when I was 12 years old, I was um, with my best friend. My best friend's mother worked with seniors at a senior's residence. And she said, all right, I want to keep these girls out of trouble. So she said, OK, twice a week, you girls are going to come with me to the programs after school and you can lead bingo and do some exercises and just help out and, and be around the seniors. So I still remember the first time I was there, I was like, oh, my goodness, what do I say? These people are so old, don't really know how to interact with them. Um, but it didn't take very long to really feel that ease around them and to realize, wow, these people really want to get to know me. They're so friendly and really kind. So I think that was like that memory is just so vivid in my mind. So I think that was really the beginning, just realizing that, wow, I really enjoy working with older people. And um, so over the years, high school, university, I volunteered at different seniors residences, again, just because I knew, oh, I've enjoyed this before, I'm going to, I'm going to get involved. And that's when I started to hear from a lot of people who said, hey, Meg, you're really good with seniors, you're really, you know, you're very kind with them, you just seem like to click with them. What's that all about? And I started to pay attention to that and said, oh, this is interesting. I really do find that I'm at home with them. So that was the case. And uh, when it came to um, moving to university, I uh, studied psychology because I love mm -hmm. knowing why we do things. And, uh, and then I added in gerontology um, as well into my minor. Wow. And so it's the study of aging. And at the time, that time I'd been now volunteering for a long time, really knew that this was an avenue, a population I wanted to work with. Mm. Um, at the same time, I um, had worked at a pool for a long time. So I'm teaching swimming wow. lessons, lifeguarding, and there was a door that opened to teach aqua fitness. Mm -hmm. And so my first experience teaching aqua fitness was when I was lifeguarding. So I would have been 16, 17, and the aqua fit instructor didn't show up. Yeah. And <laughs> which coming. sometimes happens. Yeah. And yeah. So, so all the ladies in the pool are like, what do we do? We can't, we have can't miss our class. They love their yeah. class. They looked at me and they said, Meg, you're here every week. You can teach the class. Mm. And I said, what? I had no, no training at all doing it's fitness. <laughs> but I said, well, it's true. I kind of, I've been watching the moves. So I, anyways, I led the class, did lots of laughing. Mm. And I think they laughed at me because I didn't look very coordinated. But what that led to was an experience that I thought was pretty fun. I thought mm. this is more fun than watching the pool. I'd love to oh. motivate people. <laughs> I'd love to get them moving. So, um, yeah, so shortly after that, I took my, my certification to learn how to, to teach aqua fitness. So that was really, I'd say, the first step in the fitness world. Mm. Um, and That's then great. Let, let me just jump in a sec because there's some really cool, oh, yeah. <laughs> really cool things. My first job in the fitness industry was also in like a, a leisure center as well. So I can just mm. relate to what you're saying um, before. And my first job was actually the receptionist, right? And you had to wear like, um, you know, like nice, like a, a button-up shirt and like suit pants. Um, and the body pump instructor didn't come one day. So I had to teach body <laughs> pump. <laughs> my God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was so much oh fun. My gosh. It was kind of like it, it gave me the confidence. And I was like, oh, you know what? That was actually cool. You know, maybe I should do this. Maybe I should do that. So very similar there. Um, and also like, I don't, I don't know if an aqua per, yeah, I think for a couple of times, obviously the aqua person didn't come. I don't think we actually got the lifeguard to do it. It would have been, you know, a personal trainer or maybe a group fitness instructor that they kind of did it, but I can imagine that scenario. And it's just funny you mention it because the lifeguards always seem so bored. Like, oh my gosh. Australia, anyway, we got beaches, right? 
with waves. Mm-hmm. Those lifeguards are busy. So, like, you go yes. to, like, the 25-metre heated pool, you know. It's like, um, yeah, yeah. I could just imagine lifeguards jumping at that opportunity to, you know, to run the class. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, no, it was awesome. So, so good. I'm really glad I did it. Um, and then something else I think that inspired me to take that course is I did see a lot of the, the instructors were parents, mostly moms, mm. and they were working part time. And, and I really saw, cool, this is an opportunity to continue working even after having kids. So um, that was really inspiring to see that, hey, you know, options are there to work part time to inspire people and to have that connection. Um, yeah. So anyways, I jumped at that opportunity. And uh, and then another opportunity opened up shortly after. Um, I My aunt was connected to the senior center and she overheard the director saying they were looking for a new instructor for their chair fitness classes. Mm-hmm. And uh, so she said, oh, well, my niece teaches Aquafit. Is that the same thing? And all the ladies were like, oh, we're not sure. Maybe it is the same thing. I had no idea. So anyways, they connected me and the director said, well, if she can get certified to teach the chair exercise classes, then these two classes a week are hers. Mm. So I, um, yeah, so anyways, I did some research. I found that there was a way I could take my certification remotely. So I did that. Um, Out of curiosity, what uh, certification was that? Do you remember the name of it? I do. Yeah. So the company is called Water Art Fitness International. And they do so they, hair aerobics and aqua. And aqua fitness as well. Yeah. So I originally got certified with them for AquaFit. Yeah. And then as they've expanded, they now yeah. offer personal training, certifications, group fitness. Um, yeah, they're made their focus is for older adults, but they mm. do special populations as well. That's um great. yeah. Yeah, so that was exciting, and I was able to then fit that in around my university schedule to teach mm. those maybe two two to four classes a week. So that was a really good fit. Um, and then at that time, you know, I was had big plans to uh, to move into another career, working with seniors. But I thought, you know, teaching fitness part time can be my fun job, mm. and I can put that money aside to travel because I love to travel. So I started to do that, and I, I did a trip to Europe, did other trips to the Caribbean, and just uh, yeah, really said, okay, this is the the point. This is what I'm doing it for. Um, yeah, so then to fast forward a few years of teaching part time, it was about probably five years I did that. Um, you, I then, sorry, Meg, were you a yeah. psychologist full time, or what was, or was mum full time? What was, what was kind of the the full time? Or studying full time? Yeah, neither. No, no kids okay. and no psychologist. Yep. <laughs> um, so I decided to really pursue the um, gerontology. So okay. when I graduated with psychology and gerontology, um, I got a job working at a senior's residence. So okay. this is where the seniors lived. So there were about 50 people when I when I joined. It was a very new building. Uh, so I came on as the recreation manager. So, um, yeah, so very similar to all the fun fitness stuff, I started to organize fun activities and, um, you know, fundraising events, big Mm. dinners, um, brought on some volunteers, um, hired staff as as well, and then ran the recreation program. So, yeah, so I did that for three years, absolutely loved it. And then there came to be a point I said, all right, I'm ready for something else. And at that point, I was really interested in marketing, marketing and sales. Um, And it's fun to look back and see just how all of this experience really led me to start my own business. Mm -hmm. It was almost like a little trial run as I went. 
Mm. Um, so anyways, I applied for all these sales and marketing jobs in the seniors world and didn't get them, didn't get them. And this is new for me. I always got every job I wanted. So the door is closed, but then a new door opened and that was to start doing fitness full time. Um, so as a business was, or a job, what was the, as a business, okay. as a business. Yes. Yeah. Like a um, franchise so, or, had, or you just decided, Hey, I'm going to open this up. I decided I'm going to do this. I'm going to open this up. I'm going to start it. Yeah. Uh, looking back, it was pretty ambitious because I never worked at a gym mm. <laughs> as a personal trainer. Like I literally started my business and said, all right, doing offering personal training, offering classes in uh, seniors apartment buildings. Mm. And it was my networking that got me connected mm. because I'd been in the seniors industry, you know, working um, in that industry yeah. for a number of years, I had a lot of connections. Yeah, um, cool. And then uh, a lot of I have to say, kudos to all and shout out to all of the seniors in my classes, because they were the ones who said, Oh, I live in this apartment building. And mm -hmm. I would love to have a fitness class in the building, I'll get you in. Mm. So they were the ones who talked to their board, their the directors, and then were able to open up those doors to get me in the so apartment. Wait, let me get my head around this, mate. When you first started on your own, was it one on one private training going to people's apartments or was it um yeah was it one to still one-on-one -on -one? it was one-on-one -on -one along yeah. with the group fitness classes in the apartment buildings gotcha and let me just get my head around apartment buildings these are like seniors living apartment buildings no, so these are apartments any age could could be in. Um, what we have in Ottawa is a lot of um, buildings that are, you know, maybe a bit older, so they attract a lot of older people. So it was, yeah. I'd say, you know, maybe seventy percent of the building would be retirees, and, and um, but no, not necessarily geared to seniors. Gotcha. And say in those buildings, what there was a a hall there where you would run the classes or a gym there where you'd run the, like, where would you actually run the classes in these apartments? Let's take a quick break. Hey, quick question for you. Are you someone who wants to be fit, healthy, and happy? And what if I told you you could get your dream body by simply just listening to a podcast? I'm Josh. And I'm KG. And we're the hosts of the Fit, Healthy, and Happy podcast. Listen, we get it. Fitness isn't easy. Carbs, no carbs. Just stop, okay? It doesn't have to be that complicated. And that's why we made this podcast. We get straight to the facts so you can become your best you. So the way to check us out is click the link in the show notes or search Fit, Healthy, and Happy podcast on any of the major podcast platforms. We'll see you soon. Yeah, so most of these buildings, they would have some kind of common area. So they often call them a party room. So it's, you know, yeah. big open space, chairs, and then that's kind of it. Um, yeah, so that would be it. So I'd advertise the classes, tell people, bring your your dumbbell weights, bring your bands, bring your water mm -hmm. bottle. And uh, and then we would do, you know, a series of, of you know, 10 week session. And, and then this, people would join for the classes. And just to confirm, you're saying this wasn't uh, the clientele, sorry, were they or was the goal always over 50s or was it everyone to start with or that start point? What was it? What was that? Who was the demographic to start with? 
Yeah. So because my specialty and my background was with seniors, I realized those are the people who want the classes. Those are the people who are going to come out during the day. Um, Yeah. yeah, So, no, that's always been always been the focus is the over 50 crowd. Um, Now, I say over 50. Often it's people in their 60s, 70s, 80s, people who are retired and, you know, who want to gain that strength and mobility. Um, 50s is kind of the start, you know, 50s is kind of like, this is the absolute youngest you're going to be is is 50. And yeah. I'd probably dare say with that demographic, if someone's coming in at 50, 55, they're probably an older 50, 55. Would I be right mm-hmm. in saying that? If you're kind of, you know, 50, 55 and you're still fit and you're strong and you're working, you probably wouldn't do that style, right? You'd probably go to a more mainstream kind of gym or what, what can you tell us there? Yeah, so I would say in the past, that would be very true. Recently, things have changed. So um, yeah, so it's fun to see how the trends change. I would say in terms of the classes in the condos, and the apartments, though, yes, that if it it would be people who are retired, so I'd say, you know, 60s, 70s, 80s, those would be the people coming to the classes. Um, Recently, within the past year or two um, I've taken training with um, osteoporosis Canada so Um, I am a a bone fit trained instructor so I I have really been promoting that I can work with people with osteoporosis mm -hmm. so since that time and um, interesting enough this fall I've had two people who I would say are very fit very active who are younger one woman she's in her early 50s she's still working she has her own Mm -hmm. business um, and then another another man who's 55, also still working full time. Both of them reached out because they have osteoporosis and yeah, they wanted to make sure that they're exercising safely. Um, but yeah, it's yeah. So it, it's been fun to for that demographic, isn't it? It is. Yeah. So it's it's fun. Like we, I would say my team and I love working with, you know, very, um, you know, new new people who are just beginning, who are, you know, maybe have more medical conditions, things that are holding them back. And mm. we get a lot of comments that our approach is very gentle, gentle on the joints. You know, we're not leading boot camp classes. We're not, you know, no push ups on the floor. Mm. Um, but at the same time, we love working with clients who are super active because then we can push them a little bit more, but mm. still making sure that they're safe with whatever medical conditions they have yeah Yeah. so it's you know it's fun to have different clientele of you know different abilities Mm. okay back to your story Meg so you know you you opened up and it sounds like you were pretty successful off the bat because you had the network you knew what you were doing um how did it kind of go because it's did it start just you right was just you doing everything to start with and then I'm guessing you brought someone else then someone else and someone else Tell us maybe about yes. that side of things, probably once you brought your first person on and then when it sort of became easy after that, and you're like, you know what, I got this system, I can just you know keep going. And also let us yes. know the future. You know, is it five? Are you going to 10? Are you going all over Canada? Are you going all over the world? Yeah, let us know a little bit about that. Yeah, for sure. For sure. So it was from it was just me for the first year. And um, I always would say we we will help you we will come to you because I had this vision of it not just being me I really wanted to help as many people as possible. And we know we only have so much time right. So, um, so yes, so after the first year, my first trainer came on board, Um, we had actually worked 
together in the same pool doing aquafit years before and so she was a new personal trainer and uh, looking to get you know more experience as a trainer so she came on board she's still with me um, and she's been my right hand girl really since the beginning so having her on board meant that I could do a little bit more promotion, get into the marketing, which I really was already interested in, because um, mm-hmm. you know how it is, you know, you start a business, but mm-hmm. you don't necessarily get people reaching out to you. Mm-hmm. So I started attending, you know, two to three networking events every week, um, started meeting um, with people in the community, offering you know, free presentations. Oh, oh my on. gosh, I was crazy. I was crazy back then. <laughs> what year was this out of curiosity? So this would have been 2013, 2014. Yeah, okay. There was more, I feel yeah. there was more face-to-face networking in those days. Yes. Now, now like, where, where was it BNI? Was it, where did you, where did you find two or three networking events a week? Oh my goodness. Ottawa's hopping. I had no idea, but there's, we've got a really good like women's group, the WBN, Women's Business Network. Um, oh. There was another group that was just for people who worked with seniors. Mm. Um, and then, yeah. And then I don't know, there seemed to be so many events back then. That's so funny. I was there. If there was an event, I was there. Yeah, and you did there, how you kind of worked in the different niches. It's like, right, you know, I'm a woman in business. There's a niche. Boom, let me find the group there. Right, older yeah. adults, you know, work because I've just been searching just randomly here in Sydney you know, the last couple of weeks, and Sydney's a big city, right? Probably bigger than than Ottawa, I'd say. How many people in, yeah. in Ottawa? Do you know? Oh, uh, we're about a million. Yeah, we're we're five in Sydney, right? So wow, big, big, big city. Um, and I was just searching for like business networking events, and there weren't really like any. Um, hmm. but I feel maybe if I went more specific. You know, in I'm not a woman, but whatever. You know, if there's demographics <laughs> for that, I probably could have found it. So it's interesting, and it's given me an idea. Should probably start up even just a fitness one here in Sydney. Yes, fitness business yeah. as networking or, or something like that. Um, oh yeah, absolutely, yeah. great idea. But, um, but, but sorry, yeah, continue. So you had that yes. woman you brought on straight away. Great. Yes, from yeah. So there. she was with me, and yeah. So from there, we slowly started to grow. You know. Mm. Um, networking you know it takes time to grow for sure um and then I think it was after the third year that's when I brought on another another person to the team um and then slowly over the years we've had you know some team members leave other people grow and add um now I'm sure gyms and you know specific people find it's easy to find find trainers to join the team for Mm. myself because our specialty is Mm. adults 50 plus medical conditions um, I've always been really really picky in terms of who I'm bringing on I want to make sure that they have experience that they have the right temperament to work with seniors and that it's the right fit so um, yeah so definitely I won't lie it's been challenging to find Mm. the right people and then you know and then find the right people who it's the right fit for them as well Mm. so so I am really fortunate. I've had uh, a few new people just join this past year. And um, because of that, we're able to, again, expand and, and help more people. Um, but it's, yeah, it's it's a time-consuming process even just to find, find the right fit, find the right person. 100%. And I think also, I don't know, let me know your thoughts on this. I think that um, here in Australia, the general kind of fitness industry, let's say you run a boot camp or, you know, you run a studio, you're a personal trainer, um a lot of your or not a lot but there's always some of your clientele that wants to do the same like if you run a boot camp here in in sydney and you've got you know 50 people that come and train at your boot camp 
it's probably a high priority that one person in there wants to be a personal trainer themselves, you know? So you can kind of guide that there. But I'm guessing with your demographic, probably not necessarily the same. I'm guessing a lot of your clientele, yeah. So it's no, harder, no. yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. I mean, I've joked with clients before and said, hey, you, get, you should get trained. You'd be a great instructor. And they kind of say, yeah, right, Meg. Yeah. At this age, at 75, yeah. no, I like your classes, but I don't want to teach them. So Yeah, and I think also the fact that it's going um, to their place as well kind of probably adds there like if they were all going to a class then maybe a bit different as well but i think um yeah um question from there so it sounds like to grow your business it was a lot of networking both in your early networking and referrals both in your you worked in the industry you had a lot of friends you had a lot of connections um then you, you opened the business you did a lot of networking there i'm guessing once you had a, few, a lot of referrals you were saying people would do your class and tell their friends Today, is it still networking? Is it more referral on social media? What do you do kind of marketing-wise in the business at the moment? Yeah, yeah, great question. So it's been kind of fun because over the past, I'd say three months, I feel like I've been getting back to my roots. Mm. So having more team members means I am delegating more. I'm not taking yeah. on my own clients anymore. So I have, I do about eight clients classes per week. And every week when I see my business coach, she's like, all right, Meg, what are you getting off your plate? You need yeah. more time. <laughs> so I am working on that. But it's hard. It's hard when you fall in love with, you know, your clients in the classes. It's hard to to let things go. But I am getting better at it. Um, but um, all right, you're going to ask the question again. <laughs> <laughs> uh, marketing, what do you do kind of now to get new clients? In? Is it still networking, referrals, word of mouth, or is it social media or how do you get, how do you yeah. find, how do new clients find you might be the better question. Yes, I'd say everything, everything. Mm -hmm. So, you know, for new business owners who are listening and they think, you know, where do I find clients is you want to be everywhere. So mm -hmm. you want to be on social media. So I've chosen, you know, a few lanes. I don't do it all. I don't do TikTok. I'm, Too many of them. I, I am on many of them these days. Remember the, the back in the day, there was just Facebook, you know, now it's about I know. 10 of them you can choose from. I know it made it an easy choice. Or... <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, that's it. So I had good advice given to me years ago. And they said, you know, pick two and focus yeah. on the two and do them really well. So yeah. I chose YouTube. So 10 years yeah. ago, I said, all right, I'm going to start filming short three minute videos and just putting them on YouTube, maybe just for my clients, but just to put it out there. Um, so so I just hit 36,000 subscribers Woo! just from being consistent, yeah. just, you know, from going live, sharing videos, sharing advice. Um, so that's been really fun to be able to see how that's paid off. Um, and again, it's give consistency. It plug, give it a plug because I'm sure a lot of people watching this, that could be a good resource for them if they want. Absolutely. Absolutely. What's, what's the name of the yes, channel? Yes, yes. So it's AIM Fitness, AIM Fitness, uh, Activities in Motion. So you can check us out. We're on we're on YouTube. Um, it really is my baby. So it's just me. I don't really bring on any guests. It's my thing. Um, but yeah, doing that. Um, recently, I have done some ads in some local newspapers. And because my clientele mm -hmm. over 50 are the ones who do read newspapers, yeah. that's been successful. So I've decided to to focus on that to get out in the community that way. Um, and then I do, I am back to attending events. So, you know, sometimes mm -hmm. it's an open house for a seniors event. Maybe it's, um, uh, you know, a business women's event, but I am trying to do at least 
three three to four events per month. So I don't do the three three per week anymore, <laughs> cutting back on that. Um, but then I find a lot of people are are finding us just by Googling. So, yeah. you know, they they're Googling fitness for over 50 and then we pop up. So, mm-hmm. yeah, so I'd say, you know, definitely social media. I'm active on Facebook as well. But um, yeah, I think the key is just being consistent, you know, is, mm-hmm. is sharing is letting people know what your offers are. And uh, yeah, and just being that that face, that name. Um, uh, and then I guess two other ways I'm marketing right now is um, I do have a TV show called Fit mm-hmm. Over 50 with Meg on Rogers TV. And uh, the woman that I Rogers, met with today. Because I, I don't know what, I don't think we have it in Australia. No, no. So Rogers TV is like a local uh, television television station that we have oh, here in wow. Ottawa. Um, yeah. So that's been really fun. I connected with them during COVID. Yeah. And my story, how I got connected there was um, I was looking to, to get on TV and to have more t- television opportunities. And I went on their website and I saw there was an application form for either a one-time guest or a, a regular segment. And I said, I, I was joking, but I was like, oh, wouldn't it be amazing to be on TV every day? That would be great. So I was like, actually, this is a good idea. So I filled it out, uh, pitched them this great idea that I had. And um, anyways, I heard back from them right away. And uh, uh, actually, no, it wasn't right away. It wasn't. It was three months. I had to follow up with them because it was I never heard back. Mm. So, um, yeah. So so another note is do follow up. Uh, yeah, one yeah. of my favorite sayings is fortune is in the follow-up 100%. fortune is in the follow-up you gotta gotta do it um yeah so anyways that's been amazing is uh, having my show so I uh, go in once a year and I film 12 different episodes um there are 25 minutes in length and mm. um and then they will schedule them throughout the weeks and throughout the year so uh, yeah, so it's a big time commitment up front. Lots of fun though. It's always it's always enjoyable to do that, uh, and that has has led to some some great clients and just getting my my business out there too. Um, yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, and then. Uh, oh, sorry. No, you go. Yeah. Oh, sorry. And then no, 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 I'd no, say no, the no, last no. the last thing, yeah, which has also been really profitable, is doing webinars and uh, doing presentations so um, back in the day it was all in person and then during COVID it all shifted to Zoom presentations and now I'd say we're about 50-50 but Mm -hmm. um, it's it's nice getting out in front of new people sharing information and um, my my big topic which is really a concern for my clientele is fall prevention Mm -hmm. preventing falls how to maintain your balance how to um, yeah, how to feel safe so you can go out for walks and not be worried about falling. Mm, sure. All right. Well, Meg, I'd like to just finish off with a, a question. If we can give some resources for the listeners um, and maybe if we can give them in a few different ways, if we could give them a say, this is either something that you've done yourself that you'd recommend, or maybe you haven't done it yourself, but you've seen it around and you recommend. Um, if you could give the resource, uh, the listeners one kind of paid resource. So if there's a course that you've done or you've seen around that would be really good for, for training older adults, uh, an unpaid resource, we've got your YouTube channel, which everyone is going to, to follow. Um, but if you know any other good ones, whether it's YouTube or social media or podcasts or, or whatever, that someone could go to and get ideas about either training older adults or running an older adults business uh, and then the book. 
that you recommend everyone should read if they're interested in training older adults or running a business around older adults? So resources, mm-hmm. paid, unpaid, and book. Mm-hmm. So I'm thinking um, I've got some good resources, mostly for any business owner, not specifically for, for older adults. Um, but in terms of one resource, anyone who's wanting to start up a fitness membership, I know I didn't talk too much about it today, but um, look up Stu McLaren. Oh, yeah. He is the expert at memberships. So when I first, uh, when COVID hit, I wanted to start a membership and I checked out his course. I took his course and it's fabulous. It teaches mm-hmm. you all about marketing, uh, your membership, how to grow a membership and what to include. So that I definitely would say invest in that um and then in terms of you know if you're looking for some ideas different things different different ideas out there um definitely my youtube channel i've got lots of uh, specific videos for osteoporosis heart conditions um people who can only do seated exercises um yeah so that's that can be a good resource out there um and then, you know, if you're looking to be certified to specifically work with older adults, um, uh, I mentioned it already, but Water Art Fitness International, um, they offer remote courses that you can do. And um, if you specifically want to work with people with Parkinson's or multiple sclerosis or any other dif- disorders or disease, they have some very specific courses that are really great. Um, And then in terms of books, one book that I've been uh, using both for myself and sharing with my clients and helping them, and you can really adapt it for any age, is Atomic Habits. Mm, Knew you were going to say. One of my very favorites. So so good. So good. Yeah. So I talk a lot about developing habits. And so I've used a lot of the suggestions for habit stacking, how to create new habits and um, how to keep yourself motivated. So I think it's relevant both for business owners and then things you can share with your clients as well. 100%. Awesome. All right, Meg. Well, someone's listening to this and they're like, all right, this woman is awesome. I want to follow her. Um, I want to see what she's up to in, in her business. You mentioned your YouTube channel. Um, can the listeners connect with you personally on, on a Facebook or a Instagram or a LinkedIn or yeah, can, can we connect with you personally? If so, how would we do that? Yeah, absolutely. So I'm on LinkedIn, Meg Stickle, um, also on Facebook as well. So yeah, feel free to connect. Um, I am not as active on Instagram, but I am there too. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, so no, definitely happy to connect with people. And if they want to visit my website, it's activitiesinmotion.ca. And uh, yeah, lots of resources. I have a free motivation quiz that I put together that tells people how they're best motivated to exercise. Uh, so yeah yeah lots of lots of fun lots of good resources you still looking for trains if anyone's listening to this and they're in you're just ottawa based at the moment is that right right now we're just ottawa based i've got big goals and dreams to expand so yes if there are people who are wanting to um, work with older adults and want to connect i would be happy to connect with you absolutely canada wise or north america wise world wise I'd say worldwide. Well, Why not? There you go. Why all not? Right. Let's do it. <laughs> awesome. Yeah, yeah. All right, Meg. Well, that's pretty much all I wanted to cover today. Is there anything I should have asked you but forgot to or anything you wanted to finish us off with? Uh, 
I think you asked some awesome questions. I think I would just encourage, you know, anyone who's in the fitness industry is to make sure that you push yourself to continue to be a better person. Um, and what I found, you know, for myself, that's been really helpful is to set big fitness goals for me, not just telling my clients to do things. So what I just did recently, well, last year, I signed up for a half marathon. And I trained, I trained really hard, did really well. It was a lot of fun. Um, And so had so much fun this year, I've I've signed up for the full marathon. So uh, I which one is the Boston, not the uni Boston? No, not the Boston. Not not yet aiming for that. This one is taking place in Ottawa. So it's the Ottawa race weekend. So it'll be my first time running that far and training that long. Um, But it's been amazing to be able to do that because I have to push myself uh, mental blocks, you know, push myself physically. And what I'm realizing is I have things I can share with my clients because I can relate to them in a whole different way. So that's what I would recommend, you know, anyone who is working with clients, make sure you have your own goals, because it is easy just to get to that point where you tell and you advise and you, you know, say what to do. But it's good to be able to completely relate with your own goals that are stretching you. Love it. Great tip. Awesome. All right, Meg. Well, thank you for your time. Um, Have a good night over there in Ottawa. All right. Thanks so much, Jono. Thank you for listening. If you liked this show, share it with your friends, subscribe on iTunes, and leave us a five-star review. For show notes and free training on how to grow your fitness business, visit www.fitnesseducationonline.com.au. Are you a fitness professional looking to provide your clients with personalized meal plans? Check out Mealsy, the ultimate solution for creating custom meal plans in just a few simple clicks. With Mealsy, you can say goodbye to countless hours spent on meal planning. Our Australian meal planning web app is designed to save you time and effort so you can focus on what really matters, your clients and their success. Mealsy provides you with a vast library of recipes all created by nutrition professionals. From breakfast to dinner and everything in between, we've got you covered. Whether you want to create a custom meal plan tailored to your clients' needs or choose from our selection of ready-made meal plans, Mealsy has the flexibility to accommodate your preferences. So why waste precious time and energy creating meal plans from scratch? Let Mealsy do the heavy lifting for you while you focus on delivering exceptional fitness services. Join the community of fitness professionals who have revolutionized their business with Mealsy. Visit our website at www.mealsy.com and sign up today. Mealsy, the smarter way to meal plan for fitness professionals.